it's powerful nonsense time! Welcome back. This is so epic. When you're so excited today. Yeah, I'm proper geeking out. <laughs> He's waited for this for a long time. <laughs> it's one of my favourite movie themes of all time. It's one of my favourite movies of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those guilty pleasure films. Nothing guilty about it. Well, it's not the best film in the world. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It's still fucking awesome, though. It is. I always wanted to be Scorpio. Is it Scorpio? Scorpion. Scorpion. Get over here! Get over here! <laughs> so, welcome to Powerful Nonsense. I am Wayne Ingram. And I am Jem Yildiz. And today, we are talking about Bushido. Bushido. And how entrepreneurs are the samurai of the internet. Sounds pretty good, to be honest. You can't see, because obviously this is a audio podcast but actually as i was saying that my lips were moving out of sync with what i was saying (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yes uh we are talking about how entrepreneurs are the samurai of the web today it also makes you feel a lot cooler if you say i'm a samurai of the web rather than an entrepreneur so what do you do i am a samurai of the web a samurai of the web that's it i'm changing my linkedin title (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to change my Tinder profile <laughs> Oh god <laughs> Link, Links in the show note <laughs> uh, So <laughs> Sorry <clears throat> Watch out guys There's a samurai on Tinder Oh god No <laughs> Anyway So <laughs> So Jem, uh, do you want to explain Bushido to people? Basically, I mean, I was reading a few books. I love reading books online. And obviously, Amazon, there's loads of free books available. And I know everyone always says, like, you've got to be a warrior when you're going into your business. You've got to be like a yeah, a samurai. And so everyone was sort of relating these sort of very war-oriented books to sort of like entrepreneurship. So I started reading a few. This was a while back, actually. I wrote this blog post a long while back. And Wayne dug it up from its grave and said, actually, I like this. Let's Let's make this into a podcast. I was like, sure, let's go for it. And so the book I read was The Soul of Japan. It's all about the Bushido Code, which also means the way of the warrior, as well as the samurai code. And I thought actually a lot of the points that they sort of point that they say in that book or what they follow in their samurai sort of training really relates to entrepreneurship. And obviously it makes a cool sort of episode if we kind of say... Going all yeah Japanese on everyone. Japanese samurais and kind of blood and guts and all that stuff. Not so much blood and guts, yeah. but we can be more on the web, <laughs> blood and guts. Is something you need to tell me? Am I not going to be leaving the studio today? <laughs> As I put in there, not the killing part, it's just the actual, oh, right. yeah. the actual philosophy behind it. About becoming warriors of the web. Exactly. So, so should let's we, should, get... we, should we kick off with our, our first point? Let's. Rectitude or justice. So that's the first point in the Bushido Code. Rectitude or justice, just in case you didn't get that translation. And um, <laughs> I thought it was superb. I thought it was excellent, actually. And what that sort of stands for is really knowing, as an entrepreneur, like what you stand for. What are things that you you don't want? Like, is there anything that you're morally against? Is there something that angers you in society? Is there something that connects you with you on a deeper level? Like these samurais know why they're fighting, and you need to know as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. like why are you pursuing this thing you're mm-hmm. going for? Is it just because you want that sort of quick fix and you want to make a load of money really fast? Which obviously we, we're totally against. It's kind of not going to happen. You're going to lose energy you're going to lose passion but when you're sort of fighting or you're building something that you generally really connected with you're going to get this whole new energy from it and i think that's really what the that samurai code stands for is just mm-hmm. 
totally understand your values and why you're doing something. And I think it's that it goes back to that that quote that you hear, which is uh, "Be the change you want to see in the world." Yeah, something I think that's the Gandhi, the Gandhi one. Yeah. Was it Gandhi? I was think Gandhi? so. Yeah, I couldn't. Really, it just popped into my head. Yeah, popped into my head. Um, it used a bit too much, but everyone everyone likes that one. Yeah, but but it's a cliche for a reason. That's mm-hmm. what they say. Um, and I think. Um, yeah, I think entrepreneurs really are those people now which kind of go, something needs to change, therefore I will change it with my business or my charity or whatever I set up. Um, and I think that's why we're seeing, particularly here in the UK, I don't know what it's like over in the States, uh, but here in the UK we're really seeing a rise in social entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. which are businesses which, um, as well as looking to... Uh, generate income they're also looking as part of their um they call it the quadruple bottom line which is like, so the bottom so the bottom line being this is where we want to bottom line is you usually refer to this is where we make the money mm-hmm. but then there's also the, another element of the bottom line with social enterprises which is how much social change are we creating it's funny as well because this whole social entrepreneur thing is kind of like is saying actually we want to care for the customer while we create a product right and it's kind of actually shouldn't all businesses be social in some way <laughs> yeah. it's kind of now like a buzzword because obviously a lot of the old businesses worked on look we've got to just make maximal profits but it's actually mm-hmm. like it seems to be the younger generation who are sort of seeing these little holes or because there's so much mm-hmm. information available you can look into why something's not mm-hmm. the way it should be or why they're putting a certain ingredient into food. And I think also because the young people are the ones that are disillusioned disillusioned with society at the moment. Um, you know, we're getting all of these qualifications and then going, where's the work? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is none. Um, I think we're just willing to question things. And right. I think that's where you kind of find gaps is because you're saying, okay, this is how things are. I'm not quite happy with how it's working. And then we question it and we kind of want to make that change or be mm-hmm. that change. And that's where the business ideas are being generated. Hence, rectitude or justice. Good stuff. Oh, we have a little quote To go with this, as we do with all of these points, I believe. And the quote is, Rectitude is one's power to decide upon a course of conduct in accordance with reason, without wavering. To die when to die is right, to strike when to strike is right. Yeah, I like that. I think I think the only thing I would disagree in that little point is just to st- strike when the strike is right. And I guess that's saying, like, wait for the optimal point. But I think as well, sometimes you've just got to take that hit when it's available. Don't wait for all the traffic lights to be mm-hmm. green at the same time. Just jump something, jump into it. So I'm, I'm going to question Inazo Nitobi on that quote. Inazo Nitobi. But I do like what he says. It's like, die for the thing that you actually are passionate about. I think that's why if you say, like, mm-hmm. why should people retire if they've got a passion for doing something forever? It's something uh-huh. part of who they are. Courage. So courage is the next point in the Bushido code. And I think this has to apply to all entrepreneurs because I think entrepreneurs are those sort of people that are, con- are going against the grain anyway. They're not the kind of people who are saying, look, I've done my education. I want a job. Give me a job. They're actually saying, no, no, no. I want to be I want to be slightly different. I want to go against the mass. And mm-hmm. so you, you need to be super courageous as an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I think entrepreneurs are, are doing it usually out of a, this is how I feel it should be, uh, rather than... Um, doing it because that's how everybody else does it because let's face it if you do it the way that everybody else does it you're going to go and get a nine or five job mm-hmm. and so i think it takes a lot of time to sort of build up that courage maybe that surround yourself with entrepreneurs or that's why they say in the, the samurais train together they have to have courage with one another they have mm-hmm. to be so confident in each other's successes that when they go out yeah. onto the battlefield 
they're ready to take that on. It's like what me and Wayne do. We have to be in each other's company when we're feeling down. We need to constantly reconnect with why we're doing what we're doing or why mm-hmm. we want to be out of that sort of nine to five system. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to work on it. It's again, it's a skill that you need to train mm-hmm. yourself up to be courageous. Some days you wake up and you've just got it. You feel fired up, ready to go. But then some days you need to connect with your team or your, your fellow warriors mm-hmm. and you need to just build up that courage. It's something that takes time. And I think as well, it's almost that requirement to, to not give in and go, oh, this is is so hard fuck it I'm just going to get a normal job mm-hmm. um, I think that requires a lot of well courage and that comes back every I mean every so often you have that coming mm-hmm. back to you and that's why it's so important to kind of when you're on, in one of those periods where you're feeling quite drained or things mm-hmm. aren't working out you're not getting the results you want it is important to kind of then tap into that courage and say no no no, no. this is why I'm doing it and that goes back to rectitude knowing why are you in it in the first place and once you really connect with that you build up that courage to just keep going yeah exactly and we got an interesting quote for this one mm-hmm. tell me what you think Jem tell mm-hmm. me what you think so the quote is for a samurai when his stomach is empty, it is a disgrace to feel hunger. Mm-hmm. And I like that one as well. I think it's not so much kind of looking at yourself feeling guilty because I think entrepreneurs have have passions for a certain subject. And so what that's saying is like if you're someone who really cares about a certain, I don't know, a certain aspect, maybe you're someone who really cares about making sure children in Africa have water. Mm-hmm. It's kind of saying like, look, if you're if you're not feeling it today, they're missing out and you're not going to be right. selling more of those things that you want to sell to raise that money to kind mm-hmm. of support them. And I think sometimes feeling guilty is not always a good thing. I think what you have to do is to kind of go back and say, look, why am I trying to help these children? What is it? What is it? Why does it connect with me so badly? And then that will give you motivation. I think it's not good to feel guilty about what you're doing. It's more about just knowing that this is the reason I got into this in the first place. And when you reconnect with that, then suddenly that courage and that energy just regrows. Benevolence or mercy. <laughs> I'm loving the voices. So benevolence and mercy, another way of putting that is just being really, really mindful about who you're serving. It's really understanding like, First of all, I think it all starts with knowing yourself. Once you're really comfortable in yourself, you can know mm-hmm. how you want to serve others because you are so aware of your own values. And then when you when you see other people, you feel that what you already have, you can maybe help them in their lives. Maybe that's through, like we say, having a social enterprise that helps other people. But it's becoming so attuned to your own emotions that you become more attuned to other people's as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, definitely. And I think it all kind of stems from um, the desire to help other people. I think if you look at... Um, all of the successful entrepreneurs really of the last 10, 20 years um, and the successful businesses, it's come from a, despite what people might say about capitalism and blah, 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 blah. Let's not get too political, but I think it's come from a desire to help people and a desire to move things forward um, in their own way. Um and I think most, and that's that's why brands have become such a buzzword and become so powerful because now it goes beyond the product and actually about motivation or um, idealism and things like that. And I think if you can tap into that and, and the benevolence, then I think you're several steps ahead of those that are doing it just to make money. Yeah, and I think that's that's the problem. I think a lot of entrepreneurs start off very ego-driven. It's like, well, I want this house, and I want this car, and I want to have this lifestyle. It's all me, 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 me. And I think it's only when you really get the results where you kind of switch it around. You say, well, I've built the skills or the service that I'm now going to provide. Mm-hmm. And it's turning around and say, look, I want to serve my customer in the best way I can. And you're always thinking about that end user in a way. And I think by doing that, by being very benevolent or, or being very mindful of other people's needs, suddenly you, you gain in value and people 
people want to kind of listen to your people want to buy your service so i think it's a hugely important one for for getting customers but also mm-hmm. keeping customers and building relationships which is all what the sort of connection new economy is all about so yeah i think that's a that's a great point that one yeah so the quote we have for this one is a benevolent man is ever mindful of those who are suffering and in distress yeah, and I think it takes. I think that's what um, a lot of entrepreneurs need. And I think that's why a lot of entrepreneurs see ideas is because the the entrepreneur is aware of things around them. Mm. The person who's very sort of self centered is always thinking about herself is is kind of blinded off to the problems. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, if you can't see problems, how can you have a business idea? So it's so being super mindful and mm-hmm. thinking about where are the problems, what's what's an issue, what is someone complaining about at work, or what is finding these sort of relations between things and actually seeing the problems you suddenly have ideas and that's where Mm -hmm. that business idea comes from and it's also kind of become a little bit of a cliche but you always hear the thing of like well what problem is your product solving and if that's such a key question when it comes to business and investment and things like that if you're if you need to solve a problem then you need to be aware of the problems that people are having otherwise how are you supposed to be able to solve a problem and often the businesses which don't get investment are the ones where almost the person's too benevolent they're kind of creating problems for people that aren't even there (laughs) they're going this might be a problem for you one day Uh Uh, so here's my product (laughs) (laughs) poor likeness so politeness is an interesting one because um, really you can get yourself into a bit of a stupor if you're worried about being too polite, particularly us Brits. <laughs> we have a problem with being too polite, I think, sometimes and being afraid of offending people. Um but I think that entrepreneurs really can't afford to be afraid to offend people um, because... They, they've got to really they, someone's going to be upset when you're creating a new product or whatever um, because either you're going to have competing products or you're going to be disrupting a market of some sort mm-hmm. so you can't really be afraid of offending people um, I think politeness there's a, there's a difference like you say that there's a, either the pleasing the people pleasing politeness or they're saying hey look there's a different way of doing what you've been doing for a while and I think it's when you show it, you don't have to be offensive when you create a new product. You just say, look, this is my way of how I think this will this will make things a lot easier. Or this is a new way of doing things. It's going from someone saying, look, you used to have to sell CDs and put them on a shelf. But wait a minute, you can actually just digitize that and send it to people online. I think the person who might get offended by that is someone who kind of wants to stay in that sort of status quo, doesn't want to. <laughs> But doesn't want to change things we kind of say that's sort of the older generation who try to keep things the way they are and it's that younger people coming in and saying no 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 let's smash that and let's make it this way and I think it's not so much about yeah trying to offend people you, there's a polite breaking of, of certain systems mm-hmm. but I think it's then putting it forward in a way that it's, it's so polite that you're saying look here's an easier way of doing things uh-huh. and this might make your life a lot easier mm-hmm. and that's the difference it's not being that people pleaser and saying oh I'm not going to question it because I'm afraid I want to mm-hmm. be polite like they say like um, with the Japanese they're super polite people yeah. always kind of giving people like respect but always respecting something means you're never going to question mm-hmm. it and that's the bit what I think they're talking about there it's sort mm-hmm. of like a it's a sort of edgy politeness in yeah. a way yeah it's not like you're going to walk into a, a superstore to pitch your new product and you're going to say to the people sat in front of you judging you you're just going to walk in and be like all the products you stock are shit yeah but that's kind of like that drop the mic that's like that sort of um, <laughs> that's sort of like that apprenticeship like apprentice sort of mentality when you get the children who the young guys who are coming in and they're just sort of very abrupt with it they 
they kind of want to stand out and it's an old, school, old school sort of mm. business but actually it's kind of just again caring for that customer showing them a new way of doing things mm-hmm. and saying look this is going to be easier this is going to make you more money or this mm-hmm. is going to be great for the customer so yeah it's, I like that it's an edgy politeness yes edgy politeness do you want to drop the quote in there oh yes the quote uh, so the quote is politeness should be the outward manifestation of a sympathetic regard for the feelings of others honesty and sincerity so this point is all about the relationship between entrepreneurs and their money so a lot of the time like entrepreneurs get sort of blown out into this ridiculous world of trying to earn as much money as possible i just say pursuing all the ferraris the big houses but what the samurai code says is that you have to have a really healthy relationship to your money you need to know like money is something that is a byproduct of your service to others it's not about being insincere in a way that maybe you um you i don't know you go cheaper on a certain product so that you can make more money or you increase your profit margins it's all about not kind of corrupting the reason for why you're creating something in the first place Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think I kind of hit the nail on the head there, really. I mean, um, there's so. And this kind of, you know, how I mentioned people complaining about capitalism and things like that. And I think this is where the real difference is. Mm-hmm. It's are you starting a business because you want to see change, or are you starting the business because you want to earn a shit ton of money? <laughs> if you want to earn, you're doing it because you want to earn a shit ton of money, actually, you'll probably fall off the. Off the uh, horse. Is that the <laughs> metaphor I'm after? I think so. It, it works. Uh, before too long because um, unless you've got an amazing idea where everybody goes yeah, take my money take it take it mm-hmm. um, you're probably not going to see results very quick and so um, if you are looking to go into entrepreneurship for that insincere reason of earning the money um, and earning it quick you'll probably not get very far whereas if you're actually going in with the I want to change something I want to achieve something I want to change the world blah 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 with an idealistic view then at least your conscience is clear and actually people are much more likely to attach themselves to your brand because of what your brand represents rather than whether or not your product is amazing. Obviously, create the best products you can, but if you've got that brand to back the product up, the flaws are often overlooked. Mm-hmm. And I think if you kind of relay that, maybe you saw like Mark Zuckerberg, he went in trying to just connect the world. He just wanted everybody to be be connected to one another, new people to new new, new other people. And it, it weren't him going in saying, I want to make a shit ton of money from mm-hmm. what I've, I've read or what I've seen. And I think because he had that in, as such a drive for him, as I say, that money just comes as a byproduct. Mm-hmm. His service to others has created that wealth and it weren't. And it's the other way. And then he uses that wealth to then reinvest right. to make the service even better. And I think in that case, it's good because we don't always say, oh, well, money's the devil or money's evil or stuff like that because entrepreneurs need money to sustain themselves. Mm-hmm. But it's to sustain that thing that they are so passionate about or that they feel they want to change in the mm-hmm. world. But, but actually using Facebook as an example, I mean, look at how the brand's perceived these days. Mm-hmm. It's actually been ranked in some of the most hated brands in the world several times. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's because uh, it na- people now have the perception that it doesn't look after its users. Mm-hmm. It just wants to sell to its users. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where it then becomes an insincere thing. It's like, oh, you're, you only want me on Facebook so, so that you, you can, can make money yeah, from yeah. me. And I think that's a, that's where people are then going, well, this is an insincere product now. Uh-huh. And then people see that and you say, okay, well, if people feel like they're, sinc- like they're not being sincere anymore, the brand is not being truthful. As you see, a lot of people start jumping the ship on the product, mm-hmm. so they're moving over to a new sort of platform. And I think that's what happens. So when you lose that essence of why you're being an honest brand or an honest company, mm-hmm. people see through that. Definitely. Especially more than more so nowadays, they can always see if you're putting in products like certain food ingredients that kind of skip mm-hmm. or make it a bit cheaper or something or bring the quality down. People know that nowadays, and yeah. so 
yeah, it's really clear. So you got to make sure that you are keeping to being as sincere and possible with, as possible with your brand. Yeah, definitely. And the quote for this one is, men must grudge money. It is by riches that wisdom is hindered. Yeah, and again, we're not saying money is a terrible thing. I think, like they say, that it's all about simplicity. Like, money is there to sustain you in your in your entrepreneurial mm-hmm. journey. It's not, it's not the goal. It is yeah. actually the thing that is sort of like the fuel for you to keep going. Honour. So I think honour is so important as an entrepreneur. It's something that I've sort of been, like, it's, it's a massive growth curve for me. It's kind of understanding, like, what you, what the skills that you have, how valuable they are. And I think when you're starting off as an entrepreneur, you really question is the service I'm providing actually good? Am I somebody that someone would be willing to pay for and buy something off me? And I think that takes a lot of time to build. And I think that just goes straight back to your sort of personal wealth and your personal mm-hmm. dignity and how much you actually believe in yourself. And so it takes time to build that up. But then I think there's a, there's a way that you can kind of switch things on his head, which is this, this point they kind of look at is kind of stop looking at yourself and why, like you have the skills there, you've mm-hmm. learned whatever you've learned and you have a gift that is, you've built up, obviously these are, these are hobbies or traits that you've sort of built up over time. So it must be something that you are drawn to, which is a skill that other people aren't. And so mm-hmm. you need to understand that there are so many people out there that really want what you already have there's i always like to say the sort of way of looking at things is when you're questioning whether you're good enough is to say well like with this podcast would somebody would i have liked to listen to this five years ago and yeah i probably would have like this is the sort of stuff that i'm interested Mm -hmm. in and so i think you've got to always sort of flip things around and say there's there's always people out there that badly need whatever it is that skill you have you might not be at a certain level you might be at a different level to them but it's a constant sort of progression really yeah definitely i think uh the the way that you mention this podcast I think is actually a really good point because I mean we before we launched the podcast we were sat having these discussions anyway Mm -hmm. a lot of the time and then we kind of went uh, we should probably kind of put this out there just so that if other people are kind of questioning the same sorts of things we're questioning they've got a, a place that they can go to to kind of have that conversation in a way and I think it's um is that question of kind of who am I to share that that information or who am I to share this knowledge but then you have to also think of it the other way of who am I to not share this knowledge who am I to not kind of spread the word in whatever skill or bit of knowledge that you have and and think of it as by not doing it you're actually doing yourself and others a misservice a disservice um because I think when you start sharing that information, uh, a for you, for yourself, um, it gives you some credibility, um, and then also you're actually developing other people and, and bringing them up with you, which I think is is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Yeah, I think it's part of human nature. We've told stories to each other. We've sat around campfires. We've told. We've tried to. Uh, you tried to sort of bring up the tribe around you through your own experiences, through your own knowledge. And so, like you say, it's kind of you can um, have this conversation in the in in wherever by yourselves, and it kind of disappears after the words mm-hmm. are said. But or we can say, let's just record it, see what happens, and maybe someone comes across it and finds value in it. It's kind of yeah. being, and I think that's what the new economy is all about: is being brave enough to just say, well, this is what I think at this time, and this mm-hmm. is what I want to say. Doesn't mean that it's going to be something that someone wants to listen to, but you're saying, look, um, there might be somebody out there that this could be valuable to, and so that's why you have to honour yourself and feel that where you're currently at. Although you might think it's not your, you're not in a good place, or mm-hmm. nobody wants to listen to you, or your your business isn't good enough. There is somebody out there that could really do with whatever you've got or whatever you want to say. So yeah, honour yourself definitely. And the quote for this one: Never condemn others, but see it that thou comest not short of thine own mark loyalty 
So for loyalty, I think like uh, the economy we're living in now, like trust is the most valuable asset and loyalty comes from building relationships. And we know that online there's so many new, new platforms, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever platform you're using, you, you need to build loyalty with your customers, mm. with the people you have relationships with. I've, I've experienced this myself when I was working for a company and I was doing video production. And then when I finally left, um, I was like, oh God, now I'm going on my own. I'm going to try and make this, make this sort of entrepreneurial journey by myself. And what I did, what I kind of unconsciously um, found out was that actually I'd built so many great relationships with the people in my company that Mm -hmm. when they went to other companies I was a person they sort of reached out to to create videos and so that's what's so important people say oh there's not many jobs out there's not many this and that but what they don't do is sort of nourish those sort of relationships that they already have Mm -hmm. or if they go to events and they meet people and one person could open the door to another person I think it's it's people kind of underestimate that power of relationship and they kind of don't take the time to nourish it because they think well I don't know whether that's an old school mentality of you mm-hmm. kind of a bit you're on that quick fix but I think there's so it's so important to make sure that you really invest in the relationships around you yeah I think it also links back to what we were saying about sincerity as well I mean if if you're not nurturing those relationships because uh, that other person can't deliver anything to you and you only go and nurture that relationship when you want something people get sick and tired of that very very quickly people can see straight through it absolutely whereas if you if someone's done you a favor or you've enjoyed the company of someone go back to them again and again and again for no other reason than to build that relationship i think those times that you've helped someone off of your own back without asking for anything you've just done them a favor that builds your social capital they're Mm -hmm. gonna return that like the law of reciprocity Mm -hmm. um you know says that you know people feel inclined to return a favor um and and so by just engaging with audience members potential customers uh people that are higher up in the rungs than you um and just people within your industry in general by socializing with those people and yes socializing if that is going out to the pub and having a drink go for it um that's really really going to boost um how where you're going to go how fast you're going to get there because there's a sense of loyalty there yeah, and it definitely sort of relates back to that sincerity. Sincerity point is kind of like you meet people because you generally believe you have you have something that you connect with on, and I think that's just such an important skill to build up. And as you say, it's it's the most important skill. I would say is one that stands out for me most in this current economy. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, one thing that people value as well, which I think is often overlooked by people, if you say you're going to do something and you're going to do it by a certain time, then do it and do it by that time, because then not only do people kind of respect you they might not necessarily go oh he's done it on time um they're certainly if you don't they're certainly going to go fuck he's late Mm -hmm. they might not necessarily notice it but it's like it's like that thing where people always notice when you don't do the washing up but Mm -hmm. never notice when you do Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like that 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 thing and and when if you're in the position where people are going he never does the washing up Mm -hmm. then you've fucked it up or he only calls me when he wants something done. Right, exactly. <laughs> so don't be that guy. Um, which links quite nicely into the quote, which is, a samurai was essentially a man of action. He said what he said, and he got it done. Character and self-control. 
I think it's so important for um, entrepreneurs to have, I mean, especially self-control. I think when you're kind of going out on your own, it's very difficult to sort of initially to sort of self-motivate yourself or self-regulate yourself, whether that's in terms of managing your health, managing your stress, managing your business, managing finding clients, finding customers. Mm. And I think that's that's a thing that so many people struggle with. And I mean, the first point, obviously, is character. And character is something that you need to, to build up, first of all, to kind of... Um, you got to know yourself. They always say that, know thyself. Once you know thyself, you know what you value. Then you know how to create these systems, whether it's routines or sort of certain habits that you build around your, your entrepreneurial journey, like we say, which is to serve the life that you want to lead. Mm-hmm. And so like we, we've done several podcasts on morning routines or what kind of food you should be eating to have as much energy as possible to carry on pursuing your dreams. And so, yeah, I think it's a, it's a very important point. Mm-hmm. I mean, the good thing is if you're listening to this podcast you've probably got the character bit fairly covered. Um, not, <laughs> we not because we're necessarily, uh, you know, huge character builders, um, but certainly because you're taking an interest in your self-personal development. Um, so you are looking to better yourself, which is... So that's great. The difficulty is taking what knowledge you get and applying it, because I've read so many different things about productivity and, and routines and health and stuff but if you don't apply it it's no good to anyone Mm -hmm. um so you've got to also with that that will to become a better person you've also got to have that discipline to to apply that in order to achieve those results i think that's a totally really 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 good point because i think it's true that so many entrepreneurs get caught in that sort of cycle of Mm -hmm. reading and kind of i don't know listen to hundreds of podcasts but then they don't they have the discipline to keep educating but do they have the sort of discipline to actually sit down and start doing the work i mean we're all guilty of that Mm -hmm. and i think it's something you need to really sort of drill down into yeah i think you just got to be aware to not make the education procrastination for not doing it Mm -hmm. i think um, so the quote for this one is knowledge becomes really such only when it is assimilated in the mind of the learner and shows in his character and that's exactly sort of reiterating what we just said there you learn something and then you assimilate and it becomes part of who you are people mm-hmm. you can say oh, I'm an entrepreneur but then people will be like, okay so show me your business or show me what sort of how your life is and how you're leading and if you can't then show that through who you are your character what's your physique like are you healthy are you do you have your finances under control? Unless mm-hmm. that actually shows in your character, then other people are not, they're not going to ring true, really. That is your powerful nonsense for the week. You are now official warriors of the web. But you haven't got a samurai sword. You've actually got a mouse. <laughs> yeah, but that's just technicality. That's just adaption. That's evolution. Just don't become a keyboard warrior because they're really fucking annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you want to read any more information about Bushido. Yeah, if you want to get your knowledge up on the art of war and using war philosophies as an entrepreneur, Uh uh, then check out Bushido, the soul of Japan. Which is actually available for free. It's in public domain. It's that old that it no longer has copyright. <laughs> so it's been passed down from generations and it's landed in Amazon. Mm-hmm. For free. And to spell the author's name, because you might need it, it's I N A Z O N I T O B B. Yeah, and um, yeah, he's all the quotes we used in the episode were from him as well. They're just yes. pulled from the book. So check that out. If you want to check out other books about Bushido, then head on over to audibletrial.com forward slash nonsense and you can get some audiobook versions. For free. For free. 
so check that out. And if you decide afterwards that you don't want to stay an Audible subscriber, then you get to cancel it and keep the book anyway. So win, win, win. Hi. Um, and also, please head on over to our Facebook group. We need more likers of you guys. We know you're out there. We know how many of you listen. And we know how many of you are not liking the Facebook group. So if you want to stay in our good books, then please like the Facebook group. Head on over to facebook.com forward slash powerful nonsense. Thank you, please. Yeah, that was a bit of an ass. <laughs> um, but also, one thing that you can do, even if you don't want to like the Facebook group, which I understand. To be honest, liking a Facebook group is a lot easier than writing us a review. Yes, but <laughs> we'd love you to write a review for us anyway. So head on over to iTunes, post a review, uh, five stars or more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to contact Apple and ask them to increase the rating. Yeah, then please do. <laughs> but no, honestly, if you leave us a review, it will really help boost the profile of the show and help us to bring good value to you every single week. So please head on over there and do that. Um, but even if you don't want to do that, even if you don't want to do that, but you know someone that could really benefit from everything you've heard in the show today and previous weeks, then please just send them our way. Just give it a tweet. Tweet the episode out. Who knows who might find it. And we would love you forever. Mm-hmm. So don't be a keyboard warrior. Don't be... An actual warrior. An actual warrior. But be an internet warrior. Entrepreneurial samurai. You're welcome. <laughs> See you later. Okay.